Good morning. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Perfect timing for all of us trying to manage the stress of living, learning, and working during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm speaking this morning with Dr. Ann Garrity. She's a consultant with Minneapolis Public Schools Special Education Department and works with schools to help them work through unique needs, mental health supports, and promote social and emotional learning. Good morning, Dr. Garrity. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. What can parents do to help manage their stress during this time and be better able to help their children? Excellent question. So, um, you know, when we think of this time, we're finding families are, are needing each other more and more and, and everyone needs to be um, working together. So the first thing that parents can do is certainly think about themselves and ask themselves each morning, how am I? and pay attention to how am I. We're all gonna have grumpy days and the more that we can be aware of our own balance, the better we'll do at being parents. But the second thing that parents really need to do in this very extraordinary time is choose kindness. Um, kindness is not a, a, a Pollyanna word, it really is a state of mind. And if we're all gonna make it, we're gonna have to be very, very careful to be kind and pay attention to the others in our lives as important because when we're kind, kindness comes back. So one of the messages I'm giving out a lot is you can get mad at your kids, but you cannot stay mad at your kids. You cannot stay mad at your partner. We have to find a way to let our emotions happen and go and not carry grudges because grudges are really going to hurt Children are trying to manage and they don't have as many skills as we do. So when we have COVID plus, plus my dad being mad at me, it's unbearable. Yes, indeed. And I mean, we're all in this together, right? I mean, everybody's yep. struggling in some way, shape or form. Right. We're all in this together and we got to be on each other's side. Talk to me about balancing risk and staying protected. And uh, that's a difficult thing to balance. Yeah, it is a difficult thing. And there's lots of risks right now. Risks are anything that's harder than we can tolerate. And there, you know, there are some really big risks happening um, to our families, at our work, in our community. Um, and, and one of the risks that we don't think about is this collapse of time. Um, I don't know about you, Emily, but I, I have to wake up and remind myself what day it is. I kind of lose track. Um, sometimes days seem forever. Other times I, I, I just am so disoriented. And, and that's happening to children, too. Um, you know, for children, this, this time at home is, is very confusing because um, it, it's not what they're used to, but it's also not what their parents are used to. So everyone's negotiating. One thing that I think is really important is to talk about, and this sounds funny, but I'm saying when things get hard, blame it on COVID. You know, when somebody has a meltdown, kindly say, oh, that's because of COVID. No wonder you're frustrated. This is COVID. This is what happens when COVID um, occurs. Because it's true. The danger is outside of us. And, and none of us chose it. And none of us know what to do with it. So the way to master it is to stay really clear that it is affecting us. And by knowing that it's affecting us, I can actually manage it. So I, I love telling parents, blame it on COVID. I like telling parents, you know, to every once in a while, everyone sit down together and talk about how are we doing during COVID? You know, what's happening? How are we managing? Because then families will start to, 
kind of collect a repertoire of good times. Um, you know, I'm really seeing some families having remarkably lovely times together, not always, but but sometimes because they're banding together and they're finding new ways to enjoy each other, they're finding new ways to pass time. So by blaming COVID, we can protect ourselves and our families. And that's important. I'm speaking with Dr. Ann Garrity, who works with uh, staff and families at Minneapolis Public Schools uh, with mental health support. And Dr. Garrity, I'm curious about the different age uh, bands, because young children are clearly experiencing this far differently than teenagers, and teenagers right. experience everything differently than everyone. So. <laughs> right, right. And I think that helps parents. You know, for very young children, the preschool and toddlers, they are thrilled to have their parents home. This is just what they want. They want to be together with their mom and dad all the time. So the challenge for them is not that they don't have activities, but they have to share their mom and dad's with work or with other activities. Um, so they need help learning to play by themselves. You know, this is a little bit of a lost art. We've been programming our kids so actively in the last couple of generations. So young children have to have not only permission, but practice to go play by themselves um, and know that when you're done your work, you'll be there. For for school-aged kids, their, their misery is that they need friends and activities to make life meaningful. So the Zoom learning is quite challenging because they're used to working as teams. And so they really need um, family time so that family and, and uh, siblings and peers substitute for their friends. Um, they need uh, good, good, playful times together. Um, teenagers are the ones I worry about the most because their whole development is go out and find the world. And COVID is saying, no, stay home. And that's not their nature. So I think our teenagers are really having to be very creative in how they get worldly. Um, one of my grandchildren got a friend of his, his mother, his mother of a friend of his who's from India to do a Zoom call and teach him how to make Indian food. So that was his way of getting out of his kitchen and into the world. And I think teenagers are doing that. I think they're finding ways on the internet or you know, exploring um, uh, ideas. I have another, uh, another, another girl I know who's really getting into 3D printing research. She just wants to figure out how this works. That's what teenagers have to do. They have to use their minds. They have to use their minds to explore the future and explore possibilities. And and so that's that's what we have to be aware of, and parents need to help them. The other group that we have to think about are the parents, because all of a sudden there's no no my time. Everything is family time. So I, I'm really encouraging families to talk openly about what everyone needs and, and to say, be honest with their kids, saying, I need a half an hour just to be by myself. I think when we're honest with our family members, we all are um, much more cooperative and kind. Dr. Ann Garrity, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, there's another thought I have, which is there's lots of families who are not finding this easy. And we do want to remember them, Emily. There's a lot of families who um, came into this crisis with stress, and this is just adding to their stress. I don't have easy answers, but I do know that when parents talk with their children, not at them, but with them, 
And when parents can help their children put words to what they're experiencing, um, families get along better. So uh, I'd say to stress families, again, we're all in this together. Allow your children to partner with you to manage. And that's the best that we can do right now is, is really look to one another. Children can really help. Please visit Minneapolis Public Schools website to get connected to mental health resources under their COVID-19 response plan. Uh, that website is mpls.k12.mn.us. Dr. Ann Garrity is a licensed and independent clinical social worker who provides Minneapolis Public Schools with mental health advice for staff and families. Dr. Garrity, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you, Emily. Thank you for having me.